Coming up on this episode tonight, we are talking about America's pastime. That's right, baking. We're going to talk everything that has to do with with the, the cookies and the cakes and the breads and the if you can stick it in an oven and, and make it nice and fluffy, we're going to talk about it tonight. So a whole episode on baking starting for you right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 158, recorded September 19th, 2019, Baking New Ground. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate show where the two hosts agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by our own pastry chef, Matt Mariani. Wow. Chef Sean, how's it going? That was a... uh, Quite a... Quite a yes, quite a souffle of a title you whipped up today. Are you calling it flat? Mm, I think it. I think you stuck the uh, you stuck the landing. You pulled it out of the oven and it did not collapse. So all right. I think that is a, quite a ganache of a of a of a uh, macadamia nut uh, uh, creme brulee. Indeed. Well, there, there's a whole website that just does puns, which is like my favorite thing in the world. And there were a lot of good ones, but I think the worst one I saw was, um, if you're af- if you're afraid of, like if you get trapped in an oven, it would be bad if you were claustrophobic. Oh god! And I was like, come a, on, that's such a stretch. That's, that's weak. such a uh, claustrophobic. You could somebody like sat really long, and really pondered, and. I wonder if they put a quota on them. They were like, the boss was like, you need to you need to have at least 20 puns before you leave here today or they're, you're fired. They're paid by the pun. And they were at 19, and that was like pun 20. And they were like really trying to make it work because they had to get out. They had to leave for the, the holiday weekend. Now, some of the other ones we didn't use uh, that were also terrible was Bake to the Future. Um, if, if something was really gross, it might be full of bacteria. Wow. Or if something goes really bad, it might be a debacle. Debacle. Yes, debacle. That's what I had for breakfast this morning, the debacle with cream cheese. And then after that, you might have gone to the gym for some aerobic exercise. I think these puns are unbecoming. Yes, I think they all, I think they suck, Sean. I think these <laughs> these puns are crap. <laughs> I love this website so much. It's be- um, it's becoming my worst nightmare. Just because we can come up with all these puns doesn't mean we should. These puns make me want to stick my head into an oven and bake it until my brains melt and pour out my ears. And we'll ask, what have you become? <laughs> anyway. Yep. Yep. Terrible puns aside, we've got a nice show about baking today. We do, Matt, and there's so many different fun ways to bake. There really are. And Um, I'm going to start you off with a quiz. How's this sound? Okay. Something a little interactive. Okay. 
I hope you haven't gone to the Wikipedia page list of baked goods. No. Okay, don't. I'm totally not doing that right now. Okay, because that's the quiz, so don't look <laughs> at it. Because on look here, at it. Wikipedia lists by type list of baked goods. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen types of baked goods. I know okay. you won't get all of them, but I'd like to see how many you can get. Now, I will point out these are broad categories. Okay. So, if you want to give it a shot, I do. And I'm I'm not on the I'm not on the site. I I'm, believe I'm you. just looking at I'm looking at other cool stuff. Um yeah, go ahead and uh lay it on me. What are the what are these Well, you've got to guess. I'm ready. You've I'm got ready. to guess. You're telling me. I have to guess the baking techniques? No, the types of baked goods. Here, I'll give you one. Oh, oh, oh I got you. Do you okay. want me to yeah, give, give you one? You want to start me off, yeah, okay. as an example. A tart. Okay. A baked dish consisting of a filling over a pastry base with an open top not covered with pastry. I see. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and I don't agree with how they've put this list together, but I just think it's going to be funny to hear you try and get all of them. Okay. All right. Yeah, a pie. Uh, pie is correct. A baked dish, which is usually made of pastry dough casing that covers or completely contains a filling of various sweet or savory ingredients. A cake. Uh, correct. A form of sweet dessert that is typically baked. Uh, let's go. Let's go with uh, pastry. Is pastry on there or is pastry is on there? A dough of flour okay. and water and shortening that may be savory or sweetened. Let's go. And he's tart. You already said there's yep. tart. Okay. Yep. Hmm. Bread. Bread is correct. A staple mm. food prepared from a dough of flour and water, usually by baking. Bread examples include bagel, bread roll, bun, flatbread, and muffin. How about a souffle? Eh, not on the list. Ah, souffles are not. Okay. No, I believe it's a type of one of these existing categories, but I don't know what that I haven't said yet. No. Oh, how about a pudding? pudding. Hey, pudding! You got oh. it. Pudding is on this list uh, mm -hmm. as a dessert or savory dish. Hmm. What am I up to now? Six. Yeah, something like, like that. that. It's probably all I'm gonna be good for. Honest. Oh, macaroon. What would a macaroon be under? That, uh, would that it's, be its, it's own un thing? No, it's under a category you have not guessed yet. Or it might be under a category that you haven't guessed yet. Macaroon. Macaroon. Yes, according to Wikipedia, it is under the category you have not listed yet. That I haven't listed yet. Nope. No, it's a staple. Uh, it's, is it one that I would like definitely know? Oh, for sure. You would feel like, enormously stupid if you did not guess it. It's not like cookie or something. It is, is it? cookie. Wow, really? A small, flat, sweet, baked okay. good, usually containing flour, eggs, sugar, and either butter, cooking oil, or another oil or fat. Um, there's another one similar to pudding. Gelatin? No, but you're in the family. Oh, um... What would it... So if you had... I'm trying to... Like, flan... Was that the kind of the, the like, you know, the like the um, flan or flan? I don't. Where it's like a. Yes, flan is a type of this. It's a type of this that I'm trying to name. Correct. It's. 
like a. I'm not going to get it. Um, it, it's like a casserole, I want to say, but it's like not a, a casserole. creme brulee is technically this. Yes, I know exactly. God, now it's oh, it's going to kill me. Yeah, you're going to feel real it's bad. Me, this I, is why I, have, I ask you. I've actually I've watched. I've watched several videos. You, you can also. My favorite form of this is frozen. Oh, custard. It's custard. custard. You Damn got it. it. Yes, custard. Yes. I can't believe it took me so long to. Yes, because that's basically it's like whipped. It's like just whipped eggs and milk and cream or something and sugar. Uh, a variety of culinary preparations based on a cooked mixture of milk or cream and egg yolk. Yes. Yes. Egg yolk. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll cut you off there. Some of the ones you did yeah. not get on this list include biscuit, um, biscuit. which is okay. different from cookie, uh, brownie. I totally thought brownie, did not think it was going to be its own thing. I don't thing. think it should be on I, this list. I thought that it, I, I would consider brownie under cake. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, casserole, because it's not only sweet things. So casserole was, okay. Yeah, you do bake a casserole. Uh, cracker. Would have never thought of that. Nope. Yeah. Um, let's see what else is in here. Uh, a tort. What um, is a tort? Torts differ from cakes in that cakes are modifications of bread, but torts are generally made with ground nuts in place of flour. Huh. Okay. Wow. So, um, yeah, torts are thought. very fancy. Um, and then there's how about strudel? Strudel, I think, would be a. Uh, I would see. I was gonna say bread. Or bre- bread. Bread. Hmm. Um, there is one on here though that I particularly like. Matt, are you familiar with baked milk? No. What is baked milk? Uh, it's particularly popular in Russia, Ukraine, and Belarus. It is made by simmering milk on low heat for eight hours or longer. Uh, in rural areas, baked milk has been produced by leaving a jug of boiled milk in an oven for a day or for a night until it is coated with a brown crust. Prolonged exposure to heat causes reaction between the milk's amino acids and sugars, resulting in the formation of a melodonin compounds that give it a creamy color and caramel flavor. A great deal of moisture evaporates, resulting in a change in consistency. This sounds like a bad idea. Homemade baked milk is used for preparing a range of cakes, pies, and cookies. I just Googled it. Yeah, baked milk is a thing. This sounds like a really bad idea, though, because the whole idea with... I mean, I guess people drink warm milk. It, like, helps them sleep, supposedly. I mean, I, I had a, uh, a a roommate who let milk sit out at room temperature for several months and turned that into some sort of um, traditional African product. So... He let milk sit out for months? Yes, on our counter. Just at room doesn't temperature. That, doesn't, that, isn't that bad for you, though, Sean? Yeah, I would have thought, but apparently not. It is edible. <laughs> the thing about baked okay. milk is it, it, and I say this with uh, the utmost compliment, it sounds like something you would try, Matt. Like, not knowing it was a thing. Do you know what? <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but I as, you, as you were describing it, I was like, I, you know what? I wonder how long this is going to take, because after this podcast is over, I want to, like, try this. Yeah, you said yeah. eight hours, so maybe that's, for, that's a weekend project. It's an all-day yeah, I was like, oh, okay, definitely going to try that. Yeah, hell um, yeah, baked milk. Yeah, and, and I just want to read a little segment of the Wikipedia article now. In peasant communities, uh, a type, a, var- a, a ver- variety, a variant of um, baked milk called vernets 
is made in the traditional Eastern Slavic oven by baking sour milk to a golden brown color. Gross. Yeah, there's a there's a picture of the baked milk. So you could, I guess, either drink it or you can also use it as an ingredient, it looks like. Yeah, it sounds like it could add a unique flavor to uh, to some baked goods. Yeah, it's kind of like condensed milk, similar, looks like it. Anyway, okay. So that uh, was our else? little game, Matt. Uh, let me ask you, Matt, what is your yeah. history with, before we talk about baking as a whole, what's your history with baking? Do you, how, do you bake a lot? Do you like eating baked goods? Are you are you a fan of baking? I would say I'm I'm more of the like curious. Or like I, I'd like to get more into baking, um, in the future. Yeah, and I'm kind of looking to to jump into it. I thought maybe this would be a good episode to do to talk, to like kind of investigate. I can't really say if I've ever done any actual baking on my own before. Mm-hmm. I've definitely thought about it. But as far as my experience, I guess I've made cornbread, which okay. by your by your definition, that is baking. Oh, it's absolutely baking. It is, that is a, ba- a bread. Um, I've made little things like that. But yeah, and I've made um, I've made banana pudding before. So that's 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 a type of baking, too. It's cool. It's fun. You know what I like about baking, Sean, is, is that it's a little bit different from cooking mm-hmm. in that. Whenever I cook, and I cook pretty regularly, I feel like I don't have to be very precise with things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably should, but you can eyeball, you can like, you can kind of, you can, va- you can vary, for, you can stray pretty far from the recipe. And you, I don't think you'll, unless you really screw things up, I don't think you'll really, you'll really, really, um, you'll really damage the integrity of what you're trying to make. Whereas with baking, I think you have to be a, a little bit more precise with the ingredients. It's more of a, it is more of a science. I oh, think. for like sure. There's more of a, there's more measurements and and quality and trial and error involved than cooking is more like assembling. I think that's more like um, well, I know, would kind of putting all these things together. I some people would probably disagree with this assumption, uh, but to me, uh, cooking is more free form. Whereas baking is more more rigid, and I'm not saying you can't be creative baking, but at the same time you can't you can throw a bunch of stuff together in a pan and make a dinner. You can't throw a bunch of stuff together in a pan and get a good cake out of it. You know, right, right. I, it is a free form is a good word to use when it, yeah, cooking is free form. Yeah, it's like cooking is jazz, and baking is classical music. Okay, sure. More formulaic, I mm. guess. Um, yeah. So that's my experience with baking. What's what? How would you describe your baking experience? Um, I like eating baked goods. Uh, that's certainly true. Uh, I've only recently gotten to baking in the last year or so. Um, I've enjoyed uh, making stuff, especially from scratch. I've done uh, carrot cakes. I've done. I, I just did my first white cake with homemade uh, buttercream frosting. Uh, cakes are really sort of my sweet spot because I think they're s- not easy, but they're some of the more simpler that they, they, you can make them very simply and not too complex. I really fail whenever I have to make any lots of small things, cookies, muffins, that kind of stuff. I always mess them up because a cake is much more difficult to burn because you've got so much surface area that 
even if it's a little overcooked, it's okay. And the problem with a cookie or a muffin is if you overbake it, you overbake it. Uh, and it, there's a very fine line. And so I always struggle with that. That That's my weak spot. I'd like to get better. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's just the, the, the tiniest of the tiniest of windows before it like goes from gooey and undercooked all the way over to burned hard as a rock paperweight. And I do not have the sort of focus and patience for that. So yeah. Um, the, uh, the, the, the best thing that I, that I guess the, the biggest reward with baking is a lot that you make like when you say you're baking a cake, you know, when you, when you make a cake, you could just make it for yourself or, you know, you can make it and share it with a bunch of people and like cut it up and divvy it up that way. And I feel like you can make, a, you can make large quantities of things with cooking too. But a lot of times when I cook, like I'm just cooking for myself and mm-hmm. cooking for my wife. Like I'm not, I'm not making a lot of, uh, uh um, food that I'm going to like bring or share with people. I think it's more, it's more common when you're baking something, it's, it's for a party or a celebration or some kind of thing like that. Or, you know, just something to bring into work and be like, Hey, I made this thing. Like everybody can try some. Well, and that's, that's the kind of baking I actually would like to eventually start getting away from and focusing on more savory, um, more like breads, um, and and I mean casseroles I already make I, I wouldn't really necessarily count that in this discussion but um, sort of more I would love to do uh, savory pies meat pies and things like that I think might be a fun experiment I I don't always want to be making sugar filled you know sweet things yeah um, meat pies oh that that's Sean that's something that I would really like to get into. I have do not have a lot of experience with meat pies, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I uh, I would love to hear your thoughts. I I mean they're delicious. <laughs> okay, that's my thoughts. They're okay. delicious. I've never tried to make one. I've been totally psyched out and intimidated because that merges it like it, it's like the the crossing point of cooking and baking. You know, it's like uh, um totally the uh it's the crossroads so i've i've been very psyched out about that because you have to worry about not only do you have to worry about making the pie crust like up the perfect texture but you, you you have to make sure the meat is cooked inside of it it's it's a lot it's yeah. i feel like that would be really hard um another thing i've been i've been it's been at the very top of my list for baking bagels Ooh. i want to try to make bagels from scratch i don't think you can Homemade bagels. I don't I, know. I don't mean like I've, you I've personally. Several. Yeah. I just, just don't think it's it's possible. No, I, you can it's make like, like you like can make something. No, you can make something that you could theoretically label a bagel. I guarantee you won't like it uh, because there's <laughs> because it's one of those. There are just certain things you'll never make good enough at home to compare to what is. I feel like biscotti is kind of like that. Like I could make biscotti, but I don't think I could ever make biscotti good enough to make it worth the hassle of making biscotti at home. Oh, like yeah. a cake. I'm happy to make a cake at home. I think it's at least as good as a cake you get at the supermarket. But, you know, I think a bagel, it's like and there's so many different ways to make it. For me, it's just kind of the th- it's it's like an achievement. 
It's like, oh, you know. Okay. Hang in there. Matt? Well, we, I was... My foot was on the router. I hope I didn't disconnect him. That seems like the kind of thing I would like do. Like a good okay. quality bagel. That would be... I think that would be the way to the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So what's was there anything that's at the top of your baking list or uh, that I'd like to try? Yeah, that you'd like to you know attempt at home and you, um, see, you said you wanted to venture more into the savory category. Like, what would that look like? Meat pies and crepes and things like that. I don't know about crepes. I think crepes. I'm not a big crepe guy. I think that'd be a little a little difficult. But uh, you know, um, meat pies are great. Bread is kind of like again. Is it worth trying? Yes. Am I excited? To, like, will my bread be that much better than anyone else's bread? That it's worth all the time and hassle. The problem with all this, I haven't done a lot with yeast. Yes, yeast is tricky. Um, and it, that's a whole nother category of baking um, that I'm terrified to get involved with you can buy i mean there's the pre-packaged cultured yeast yep but if i'm like i i looked i looked into baking bread a while back there's a process where basically everybody they they you have to like culture it yourself or something you have to like leave it out and let it kind of let the bacteria multiply in yep. this like dough i forgot what it's called it's it has a name um, this, what this, the substance is, is called, but that's basically like your, your like, uh, basin that you keep withdrawing from to, to make the dough. Uh, and I don't know, I just don't know if I have the, the patience for that. I, I know in, in sourdough, it's considered the mother dough is what they yes, call it. Mother dough. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true for other types of breads, but, um, um, so, yeah, sourdough uses a very long fermented uh, dough. Um, yeah, I think it would be... Now, I will say, again, they're not really breads, technically, but like a banana bread or a zucchini bread. I've, I've made a number of those. Um, not quite the same thing, but um, nonetheless part of that. Um, uh... Oh, um, Sean, I've oh, got uh, a Matt. little quiz for you now. Oh, no. Screw mm. Oh, this... No. Please don't. <laughs> the tables have turned. Um, since you quizzed me earlier on the various types of baked goods, mm -hmm. I would like to quiz you about the methodology of baking. Okay. So, before... Don't look on Wikipedia. Okay. Um, I'm going to quiz you on baking methods and we'll see how you do. I'm, I'm going to name uh, several things here. Okay. What I want you to do, I'm just going to tell you the name of them. It's a little voc vocabulary quiz here. Uh -huh. I want you to tell me what the technique is or what the it'll, – it'll be a combination here. We're going to do a little, a little mix and match. It's either going to be a technique – or it's going to be a, a tool used in baking. And I want you to define it for me and tell me a little bit about, or, uh, <laughs> about each one. Okay. Are you, are you ready to do that? I, will, I swear I will give it my best <laughs> shot. 
Yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be entertaining no matter what. I sure hope so for the folks at home. Um, let's see. We'll start you off with an easy one, Sean. Oh, please. Give me the defi- your definition of crust. Uh, see, I'm going to do this on layman's terms because I'm a common man, a man of the people. Uh, it's the uh, edges of a baked good that get baked more than the rest of the baked good. The edges that the edges that get cooked more than the other baked good, you say? Yeah, the edges that get cooked more than the rest of the baked good. Yeah, I mean that's that that is essentially it. That was a softball to warm you up. Oh wow! Uh, in baking, a crust is the outer hard skin of bread or the shell of a pie. Mm. It is made up of shortening or fat, water, flour, and salt. It's very simple. Sort of like all baked goods. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. Very simple. Yeah. All right, Sean. Next up, what is a baking stone? A baking stone. Uh, did you know that maybe this is related, but this is a fact about bread uh, is believed the first breads um, before the invention of fire. Even um, early people uh, made breads uh, on stones that got naturally hot in the sun. This was even before they had fire. So they had to wait for the stones to get really hot in the sun and they would they would make an early type of bread on it. Um, that is really fascinating. Yeah, let me. Like I, I, I'm genuinely. I'm, I'm serious. That's. I find yeah, right that here. really interesting. The first like, evidence of baking occurred when humans took wild grass grains, soaked them in water, and mixed everything together, mashing it into a kind of broth-like paste. The paste was cooked by pouring it onto a flat, hot rock, resulting in a bread-like substance. Wow. Uh, and it wasn't until uh, 6,500 years ago when um, the Egyptians uh, started using yeast. Um, so that's what I think a baking stone is. I think it's a hot stone on which you bake things on. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's pretty much it. You, you, you nailed it. Home you run. Destroyed it. You creamed it. Oh boy. That, if you will. Sa- that now, did not sound right. That actually, I, I'm, I'm using that as a segue into our next, uh, question for you. Okay. Uh, creaming is one of the four key methods of baking. Uh-huh. Describe and summarize the creaming method. I feel like I'm back in school. <laughs> creaming. Describe the creaming method. I don't have the faintest clue. Do you want me to make something up? Absolutely. It'll be hilarious. Creaming. So, to properly execute creaming, okay... You mix a traditional batter, but what's important, and and this is why so few people do it, you have to have a a pressurized air cannon in your home. And you put the batter in the cannon, and you need to crank that baby up to about 200, 250 PSI, okay? you got to get at least 130 miles per hour out of this thing. Put the batter in the cannon, pull the trigger, and you shoot the cannon at the wall, therefore cremasizing it. Um, and it's that point of contact that inserts extra air into the dough. That's how you get a nice fluffy, uh, nice fluffy baked wow. good. Was I right? Or, or, and hear me out. Instead of doing all that, you could simply blend together butter and sugar before any other ingredient is added oh, to the mixture. Oh, that's what that's called. By creaming it. So that yeah. So 
when you you take butter and you take sugar and you just you just put it in a simple blender rather than an air cannon and you blend them together uh that's called creaming to be fair it's, i think if you put sugar and butter into an air cannon it might execute the same thing a lot faster oh yeah i'm sure that that, it, that could be a method of creaming or put butter in one and sugar in the other and they can fire at each other or instant you creaming can just, have one person hold the sugar, the other person holds the butter, and you just kind of throw it at each other. <laughs> you got sugar you in my butter. You got yeah. butter in my sugar. <laughs> exactly. Now, that was just one of the four oh, crucial baking methods, uh-huh. the creaming method. Um, the second one, I'll spare you for this one. It's melt. It's the melting method. Oh, I, can I guess on this one? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. It's you, where you use heat to turn solids into liquids. Wow, science, Sean, you're absolutely right on this one. Okay, yeah. thank you. Um, the melting method is typically used for gingerbreads or fruitcakes where you desire the end result to be a bit more moist. Hmm. Uh, den- they're often denser and more moist than other cakes. The melting method, uh, it's when you render the butter, you melt it in a pot. Prior to adding eggs and other dry ingredients. So you're melting the butter first. Melting Hmm. method. Boom. You're turning that solid butter into a liquid butter. Uh, The next one is the rubbing method. Which I guess the less said about that one, the better. Yep, moving on. We're creaming, we're rubbing. (laughs) Um, That one is... Uh, yeah, you're, you're just taking the butter and you're working it into the flour. That's, that seems a little bit more complicated, but it's probably the more common of the, of the baking methods. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's all of them. Oh no. And the, the whisking method, Ah, the whisking, when you whisk all of the ingredients together, uh, separating the dry from the wet, this is the most common Yes. And self-explanatory of all the of all the uh, baking. I don't know. Methods. Melting's pretty yeah. self-explanatory. It is. It is creaming. I felt like that that needed a little bit of explanation. I don't think I've ever done that, but it seems interesting. It says that this is the best way to make cakes and cookies. Hmm. Well, Matt, you're never too old to start creaming. So that is very um, true. That's what my mother used to say. So it was her catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> you got any more for me? Um. Yeah, I do. Oh, I sure do. Boy, why um, did I ask? Sean, what is blind baking? Oh, blind baking. Uh, isn't that that Food Network show where they have to wear <laughs> blindfolds while they bake? I love that show. It never on, works out. They go on blind dates and they <laughs> they have to – actually, that would be a really good show, I think. I would watch they, that. They go on a blind date and they have to bake something together. Blind and bake. And it's their first date, blind, blind baking. Um, blind baking – is the process of baking a pie, a pie crust or other pastry without the filling. Ah. So you're making the crust first without the filling. Um, so it is also called for if the filling has a shorter bake time than the crust. Um, blind baking is also used to keep the pie crust from becoming soggy due to having a wet filling. So you're making the uh, – it would kind of be like – if you made your your um, beef Wellington, like we were talking about before, with the the meat inside of it, um, but you made the crust first, the shell first, uh, before the the filling gets into it. Blind baking. Neat. 
Lastly, I saved the hardest one for last, Oh, Sean, boy, because the other because ones weren't hard. Yeah. I don't even know if you're going to get this one. I, this is a complicated one here. Let's jump into it. Um, use as many... Use as many um, of your as much of your preconceived knowledge of chemistry as you can uh-huh. to describe the process of fermentation. Fermentation. <laughs> Never heard of it. No. See, this is this is bad. I can't even describe what I, fermentation I, is. I have no science. You have to remember, Matt. The so, only two science courses I took in college were intro to environmental issues and nutrition. You didn't take baking 101? I wish there were a class. I would have definitely I, I taken there were, that. There were a couple of kids I think that took baking 101. Um, no, I'm going to give you an easier one. Proofing. Have you heard of proofing? Oh, crap. Oh, no. I'm going to be really mad because actually I think I know this one. Tell me what proofing is. Uh, proofing is – it has to do with the, the rising of the dough. I know this because I've watched Great British Bake Off. Um, and so, uh, proofing is what you, you have to let the, the dough rise. That's when you let the dough rise. That's what they do in the show. They got to proof it for a while. So you think it's letting the dough rise? Yes. I, the only thing is, I don't know if you have to do something like add heat or, or reduce more. I don't know what you're actually doing to make it rise. What is proofing? What is, what does Wikipedia say? Hmm. I mean, I think you're essentially right. I think you pretty much got it. It All says right. TV does teach you um, things. Yeah, proofing is the final rise of shaped bread dough before baking. Yep. It refers to a specific rest period within the more generalized process known as fermentation. Um. So sometimes in recipes, it just says allow dough to rise, and that is the proofing period. So it's not really – I guess it's really – it's the absence of you doing an action. You're not acting on the bread. You're letting the bread rise. Well, but there's – okay. So now I have to Google this because there is a – there is a piece of technology on the show called a proofing drawer. A proofing or warming drawer – this is a piece of technology everyone should have in their house – is essentially a drawer that can be heated to very low temperatures from 30 degrees Celsius to 80 degrees Celsius. Um you can uh, – and you use it to prove dough faster. What's it called? A proofing drawer? Yes. Yeah. I, I believe I have heard of this. Yeah. A proofing drawer. Yeah. Um, that's not the end of the uh, questions uh, here, Sean. I've, got, I've actually – I just found two more. Why are you doing this So get psyched. Here we go. Uh, Sean, what is a roller docker? A roller docker. So a roller docker is when uh, in the roller derby, um, when you have to come in, let, like say a wheel falls off of your skates or something, or your skate is some damage, sort of like a pit stop in NASCAR. It's called a roller docker. Uh, and what you do is you roll into the roller docker and the roller pit crew takes care of your skates so you can get back out on the court and win at roller derby. That is wow. a roller docker. See, I, I thought you were going to say it's the rival company to the classic 90s toy brand, Sockum Boppers. Oh, Roller Dockers. Roller, roller Dockers. Roller Dockers. In, instead of, instead of the, you know, the, the inflatable fists, it's inflatable roller skates that 
No, it's inflatable like boots, no, it should be, I guess, that no, you it, can kick each other with. If it's dockers, it's inflatable khakis. Oh, it's pants, right. <laughs> roller dockers. More fun uh, than a pillow fight, yeah. This uh, roller docker, I don't know if it's more fun than a pillow fight, but it is a food preparation utensil which resembles a spiked rolling pin. It literally looks like a rolling pin with spikes on it. Uh, the roller docker is used to pierce through bread dough, cracker dough, pizza dough, or pastry dough to prevent rising or blistering. Love it. Damn, that that's is a, that's that is cool. that's badass. Tense bakers have roller dockers. Um, and Sean, you might have found this quiz to be a little bit lame, but lame also happens to be um, a the name of a kitchen tool. Can you tell me what a lame would do in your kitchen? Um, a lame in the kitchen probably wouldn't help much. Would probably distract you as you were trying to cook. Um, and would generally make things more difficult. I don't want a lame in my kitchen, so I'm I'm gonna pass. Well, Sean, if you passed on this lame, you would not be able to score your bread just before it is placed into the oven. A lame um, is a, you know, like a little, it looks like a little tiny scapular kind of thing. Scapula, like you would, like you would, a surgeon would use this to like cut uh, flaps. Uh, Sean, this, this is not only lame, but it also looks pretty useless. I think just I would, like us. Uh, I guess if you're like a professional baker, you know when you when you make bread and like the French bread has those like lines on the top of it, that's because they scored it using a lame first. But you could probably just use a regular knife. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. I mean, I'm a big fan of stupid kitchen gadgets, but that's pretty weak. Yeah, this this one is is very useless. Yeah. Very much very much a uh it would be it would be the thing that would just take up space in your drawer, and, and you'd be like, "Why do I have this?" And you're talking to a guy who owns an herb stripper, <laughs> which I do actually use a lot. You can laugh at that. I do use it a lot. So, do you? Yes, because I'm too lazy to hand pick the herbs off the stock, so I just use the herb stripper. Wow. Hey, you know what? Good for you for using fresh herbs. I, really, the only time I use fresh herbs is when I'm making. Uh, Pico de gallo or guacamole or any wow. kind. I don't really cook with it per se. I should though. Sounds like you you definitely take your uh, you take your pride in uh, in my dips. In your in your I was gonna say in your dips. Yeah, your guacamole and your um, uh, pico, pico de, de gallo. gallo. Nice. Yes, lovely. Uh, one thing I will point out that I think is absolutely fantastic. If you go to the baking Wikipedia page, at the top it says baked. Redirects here for getting high on marijuana. See effects of cannabis, <laughs> which is very funny. That was that was kind of the little joke I was making when I said that I'm sure there were some kids who uh, took baking, mm. or got baked. I'm just getting that now because you explained it to me. Yeah. Um. Oh, this is a fun page. Go on. I'm looking at the man baking bread at the Rothschilder Open Air Museum. Oh. Do you get to eat he's, the bread? Yeah, he's uh he's making it in a little in his little uh wood oven. It looks very cool. It doesn't look that hard. I could do that. 
I could bake stuff. I could do that. So, uh, here's here's a neat story for you, Matt. I think you'll appreciate yeah. this. Okay. And this goes back to our sourdough discussion. Um, recently, this was actually back in August. That's why this remember uh, why I remember it is that they were able to make sourdough from a four thousand year old yeast extracted from an Egyptian loaf found in a tomb. Wow. Um. They were able to actually bake the bread. Um, they extracted that, the yeast, took the specimen home, and used barley and acorn flour to awake the sleeping pores. Yeast is a living thing. It stays alive. They can go dormant for thousands of years. Um, that's really that's, that's scary. That stuff scares me. I remember in biology in high school learning about slime mold. And just being completely terrified that something like that exists. Yep. Slime mold was the the only thing that is like neither plant nor animal. It's like a, a mixture of both. Oh my god. It's I just coming remember for being your just, brain. Just horribly like it would it would fit in its own pretty much in its own um I remember being fascinated and terrified because it would fit in its own classification. Yeah. Like it's not it's not a plant, it's not an animal, it's not a fungi, like it's its own thing. It's slime mold. Terrifying stuff. And this yeast reminds me of that. You can't kill it. The fact that yeast is a living thing. It really does bother me on so many levels, but we need it. We need it to make really good stuff. Like all our baked goods and beer and all that. Speaking of stuff. needing things, Totally yeah. unrelated, but I did read this today. Did you know that since 1970, the U.S. has lost about 30% of their birds? That's about since... 2.9 billion birds. Where, where, where have we lost them to? Who have um, we lost them to? Light pollution, uh, deforestation, climate change, cats, cats. Uh, among other things. Wow. Since 1970? Yes. Well, as many as we should have, it's down 30% since then. Is it all birds just across the board or a particular species? No, some species are hit harder than, harder than others, but... Um... Well, you know what I say, Sean? I think we had too many birds. Whoa! I think that we, we could have we we spared a few more, if you ask me. That, that's a pretty controversial opinion, Matt. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying Too many it. birds. Okay. I'm saying it anyway. I think, we, right. I think we have way too many birds, as it is. What's the so. worst kind of bird? The worst kind of bird? Yeah, who are you going for first? Um, I'm not very keen on those sparrows. Ooh. The little tiny ones that, like, chirp, especially in the morning hours. Not very keen on them. Yeah, uh, I think I think they'd be the first to go, in my opinion. But well, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, not yeah, that I, one. But I, I actually I kind of like pigeons. I uh, many people would probably want to eradicate the pigeons, but I think I like them because they're bold. You know, they have they have uh, they got moxie. They got the stuff. They they're always like around people, and they're so close to them. They don't care. I like pigeons a lot. I'd keep them. Sparrows I could do without. The tiny ones, the little chirpers, they do nothing for me. Worthless. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so 
I'm I found this really neat website. I want to share it. Okay. Um, with everyone, it's from tasteofhome.com. Great website. It's got a list of 31 baking recipes from around the world. Hmm. And I'm going to do something here that I believe we, we talked about this last week. So you knew this was coming, Sean. Sean, I want to challenge you to make one thing on this baking website. Okay. One thing. You've got to make it. Okay, I can do that. But you have to make it blindfolded. Okay, Did stop that. Did you expect that. that? Did you expect that? Stop that. And you I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another curveball at you here. You can't make it in an oven. You have to make it on a baking stone. And also you can't make it in your sun. house. You have to make it in the middle of the street. And you also cannot, you can only do it at night when it's raining. Yes. Cannot make it with a fox. You cannot make it with a box. Also, a box. no food allowed. Also, you can't, you can't use any edible ingredients. Yes, here's 100 pounds of rocks. <laughs> Good luck. Gosh. Thanks, Matt. You have to, what are, what are some other of those stupid, you have to, the, uh, I'm thinking of like Cutthroat Kitchen. Uh, you can only use breakfast cereals. Yeah, like, you, I think you that can was only one use your left hand and. Yep. Yeah, you have to incorporate two breakfast cereals in your recipe was one of them. Uh, yeah, you, you can only bake it for half the time. Like, yep, or, yep. yeah, like, uh, they gave it one time, they gave him like an easy bake oven that had to be made in an easy bake oven, which is very funny. Yeah. Hilarious. I feel like they got more and more extreme as the show went on. They were like, you can only cook using this flashlight. You have to like heat it up using the bulb. Yeah, here's a magnifying glass in the sun. Good luck. I I really I thought it was very creative when they gave them the outdoor cooking set and they had to cook using the outdoor set indoors instead of using like the traditional oven. That was that was kind of cool. Uh, you must wear your oven mitts the entire time. That was another one. I would try that. That I doesn't sound that. like that the worst. That would be really annoying, but it w I would get through it. But, yeah. Um. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I think I want you to pick. One recipe, any okay. of them on here, because they all look, they all look like moderate. They're probably in like the medium level. I wouldn't say there's anything that's like crazy hard in here to make. There is biscotti, which you did mention you had concerns or you had reservations about before. Um, no, I think I could make it. I just don't. I wouldn't want to. But I guess if it's for a challenge, that's acceptable. So I'm looking at the list here. Uh, am I allowed to pick up the list, or are you going to pick for me? Um, I don't know. I don't know yet. Do you want me to pick for you? I'll go either way. I, I haven't seen anything on here that I... Nothing jumps out uh, at you? Oh, no, that I would like to try? Yeah. Oh, no, there are definitely things I'd like to try. I'm just... I don't know if, if you're... If the point of this is to get me to make something or to, like, screw me over. Is baklava on here twice? It is. Yeah, but you can do baklava a couple different ways. It's got... They call it Greek honey nut pie for Greece. Mm. And then down here, it's Turkish baklava... But it's the same thing. Because there are a couple on here I've, Double I've wanted baklava. to try. Um, also, the last one, chocolate chip cookies from America. Bullshit. Yeah, of course. Um, no, I've always wanted to do a, a Trace Leches cake, um, which I enjoy eating and I've never made before. Uh, they also had a traditional 
lattice work apple pie, which I've always wanted to do a, a lattice topped pie. Um, Scottish toffee with butterscotch sauce. Scottish toffee pudding with butternut scotch. That looks awesome. I'm up for anything you want to. Um, I think you should do. Where was it? Uh, rum cake. There's a rum cake on here. Jamaican rum cake. There's a. Oh, I think you should do the Poland one. Is there? It is my bagels. Polish honey bagels. Are you really going to make me do bagels? (laughs) You can, Matt. That's how this works. I actually want to try that one. You can make it if you want. Well, what do you want me to make? You're gonna you're challenging me, I'm so you got to pick. Very one. indecisive today. All right. Well, I, uh, do you want me then to 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 turn this on its head then while you're deciding? Turn it, yeah. Do, because do, Matt, I'm gonna challenge you to bake okay. something. All However, right. I'm not gonna be as friendly as you. I'm not gonna be as easy on this as you are. All right. Okay? I still reserve the right to change my uh, challenge here. Absolutely not. So, <laughs> Matt, here's how it's gonna work. You have three options for three different recipes, okay? One I would consider easy, one I would consider medium, and one I would consider hard. But I'm not going to tell you what they are Okay. until you pick. Okay. It's up to you. I don't think you should pick the easy one, but I think you should pick the medium or the hard one. And I will warn you, the hard one is hard. You know what? This is really interesting because I'm going to make a confession here. This was not how I saw this going. <laughs> Coming into the show, I actually picked for you uh-huh. a hard and medium style recipe. Oh, great. Two recipes. There was a hard and a medium. This was the easy one, was go on this website and pick any one that you want. And I think I just, I, I, I don't know why. I, I just said, screw it. I'll just, I'll have him pick from one of these on this list because I thought, I thought he was going to be nice. And he was going, Sean was going to, uh, not make me do a hard one, but you know what? I I might uh, I might well I, I, I let's see let's see if okay let's see if your choices are the same as mine because okay. I had I had some in mind too. I want to go with the hard one, Sean. No, you don't. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the hard one. You don't want to go with the hard I, one. I genuinely want to see. Okay. If this one is the same as the one that I came up with before. Okay. Give me the hard recipe. I might be overselling how hard it is, but this one's pretty difficult to get right. That is, of course, the amazing French macaroons. Oh my god! Is that what you picked, Sean? That was that was the that was the that, that was the first hard recipe that I had for you. The Are second we, one, yeah, was baked Alaska. Oh, I don't even know what is even in a baked Alaska. It's it's basically ice cream. I looked it up. It's ice cream with like a meringue on top. Oh yeah, and look at like, that. And like a like a Kind of like a shell around it. I thought it would. I thought it would be too impractical. So I was like, I "Okay, wouldn't... how about I switch to the macaroons?" And that was the one that I was going to pick for you. I think you're going to prefer my medium one. I'll try. I'll make macaroons. I'll try to make macaroons. You sure you don't want to hear what the medium one is? Yeah. What's the medium one? Just a out of curiosity. Traditional Cornish pasty. A macaroons savory. Way more exciting. Than oh that. my god! This is going to go so badly. I'm going to take macaroons. Sean, um, my medium challenge for you was going to be a traditional, traditional Chinese moon cake. Oh, what is, 
What even is that? Where are you finding these things? Traditional Chinese mooncake. That was this is where we differ. Oh, this looks fun. <laughs> oh, you sure you don't want to give me these? This, this is exciting. Okay, I'm changing it. Yeah, you're getting the mooncake. Well, now. hang on. Let me see what's in them. I was just looking at the pick the intricate I'll pictures. It up. Uh, okay, here's a recipe. This is the one that's so you in mind. I'll, I'll send it to you in the chat. Okay. This comes from the Omnivore Cookbook. The ultimate guide to mooncakes. And why people don't cook them at home. Where does it say that? It says here, a bit about traditional mooncakes and why people don't cook them at home. You might oh. wonder, do we cook mooncakes at home? The answer is a big no. <laughs> a big no. Let, let me just read this here for you, Matt. Aside from the complicated cooking process and the fact that an oven is not commonly found in a Chinese kitchen, it's simply because mooncakes are a very high volume item. Um, and they're also becoming less popular. What is in them? Bean paste. I wouldn't even know where to where do you even it's buy actually meat? very good. Where do you even it's buy very tasty. it? You could buy it at H is there other do you have H Mart by you? No. Um Yeah, you could you could you'd usually buy them in, in a yeah, like an H Mart store. Oh it's they're they're awesome. I love mooncakes. There's so many ingredients I've never heard of. <laughs> where? Where's Salt? the recipe? I need duck eggs for this recipe, Matt. <laughs> where do you even get those? <laughs> They don't have them at the stop and shop. Right. To be fair, I totally didn't look at the recipe, but they it seemed like it was easier to make than baked Alaska. So no, I, baked I, Alaska, I, this is my medium the choice. The problem with baked Alaska is I would make it and I wouldn't eat it because I don't like meringue. So it would kind of just be a big waste. It would, it would just melt. I think we should do head-to-head -head macaroons. I think that would be okay. hilarious. We both, and we'll see we who can do it better. Macaroons. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Okay, I'm game. And uh, we'll report on it next episode, next week? Yes, we will. Sounds great. Do we have to document our baking process at all? Or? Please do. Okay. Please I'll do. I'll take pictures. I'll, I'll, I'll have a photo album. Yep. I, I think uh, I think it I think it can be done. I have to get almond flour and cream of Traditional tartar. Cantonese mooncakes use cake flour. Um, oh, so with something called golden syrup? Or consui? Consue. What the, what the hell is that? If you don't use enough consui to neutralize the acid introduced by the golden syrup, it will result in a sweet pastry with no sourness. You can make your own consui or you can buy it at a store. I'm definitely not doing that. You couldn't pay me yeah. to do that. Uh, I, would, I would do it. But it's not it's not the season, Sean. Mooncakes are traditionally eaten around Chinese New Year. And I have no idea when that is, so <laughs> uh, uh, or, or you could eat them around the mid autumn festival. Oh, of course. Traditional mid autumn Which festival. I have no idea when that is. Mid autumn, of course. Oh uh, I should have known. <laughs> I should have known. Yes. Awesome. Um, all right. Okay. Well, Matt, so we, we can do this. We'll somehow do the... managed to, on a show where we purposefully do no research ahead of time because we don't like homework. We've managed to make ourselves do a bunch of extra work. Hey, I'm going to be around this weekend. I'm going to be that doesn't make it okay. hanging, hanging out at home and enjoying the, the weekend. Making macaroons. I'm, I'm down to make macaroons. Absolutely. Now, the question is, are you going to get the wife to help you? Is she a baker? She is. She, she bakes definitely bakes more than me. Okay. Um, she's a good baker, too. Um, her, her signature thing is, uh, truffles. She makes a lot of truffles. 
So she'll make like Oreo truffles and graham cracker truffles and stuff like that. She's made cookies and brownies and cupcakes. She's done cakes before. Yeah, she's definitely baked more than I have. Um, but you know me, Sean. I, I don't like to do anything the easy way. I always go for it, you know, <laughs> head on. Sean, I'm going to I'm gonna do one even better. Oh, boy. All right? Yeah. I'm announcing this for the very first time. This is a this is a, this is a brand new announcement. Not only because I've I've had this th- I've had this like turning for a while. It's been stewing for a little while, and I think the folks at home would like to hear this too. Not only am I going to bake these macaroons and document it, I'm going to put it up for the very first time on. My Instagram. I'm going to create an Instagram. I don't have an Instagram right now. I'm going to make one, and I'm going to put all of my baking adventures on it. Well, what's well? You should tell the people now what your username is, so I they can I follow. Don't have one. Okay. I literally just made that up on the spot. I was hoping maybe you could help me, or we could crowdsource this. Well, the question. Well, we'll talk about this offline because you have a career that you don't want to intermingle with the show for good reason. So the question is: Will you have a uh, I know people uh, in your same line of work who have Instagrams that don't use their real names that are uh, purposefully kept separate. So we'll talk about that. But I think that'll be great, Matt. I think that'll be a treat. For the record, if, if you don't know already, um, my profession is uh, a TSA agent. Yeah, very secure. Very secure. <laughs> we don't want anyone compromising you in our nation's security. Um, right. I will certainly be live posting on Instagram stories uh, this weekend at Sean Jennings is the username. So you can watch there. And if we come up with Matt's, we'll uh, we'll announce it next week. Cool. I mean, you should have an Instagram. It's 2019, Matt. Come on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've, seriously. I've, I've successfully avoided it for but it's a very like, long time. To be honest, it's the one not shitty social network. That's what everyone tells me. But I don't. they said that about Facebook, too. Well, Facebook wasn't it was always out. super shitty. It's, yeah, it was I good guess for like five I got, minutes. I got one in high school, and and it was I, th- I remember it being good back then. It was simpler. It was a simpler time. Yeah, no, I'm a I'm a huge Instagram fan, so I will absolutely encourage you to do that. Everybody has seems like they have an Instagram, and I, I was I wasn't gonna put like lots of I was just gonna put like my baking adventures on there. You think that's a good idea? Is that a good place for for pictures like that? I well again, Matt. It's the difference between gone, me being on, your. I've never been on Instagram. I don't even know what it is. Me being your co-host versus me being your friend. As your friend, I want to see everything you do in your life because I don't have one, and that's how I keep up with people is by stalking their Instagram. So of course, I want you to have one. As your co-host, um, I would say, you know, hey, maybe don't share your entire life on Instagram. So I'm really torn. Okay. Um, about what you should use it for, because yeah, I think I think you would do great because you're a pretty good Snapchatter. But nobody's on Snapchat anymore. Everybody's on Instagram. Yeah. So I've, I've been told that too. I think I think that would be a solid move for you. But you have to like I think it should be more than just your baking adventures. I think it should just be like all the exciting stuff you do Other in your life. Other adventures too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. But I don't think you should use your real name. Okay. So I should make up a name is what you're saying. Yes. Like <laughs> like, you know, uh it doesn't have to be something, you know, Clint Flapjack, but it, it should be something, you know, that Colin isn't Kaepernick, <laughs> something that isn't searchable, uh, okay. I would say you're, you're better off that way. 
All right, we'll 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 think about we'll it. We'll set you up, Matt. That'll be a lot of fun. Folks are going to want to come back next week for that. Um, yeah, we'll be talking about uh, what we baked, how it went, our experiences. Um, and Matt, I don't think that's going to fill a whole episode because I don't think we can talk for an hour about making macaroons. No, that that'll just be our. We'll, we'll do an update. It was my. That was my. Uh, but thought, what I'm going to pre-tease yeah. here is we are just about two weeks away from the next movie draft. So what I'm thinking is, and we know who won the summer one. It's over. Um, so I was thinking maybe next week, if we have time, we'll do a, uh, a recap of the yeah. summer movie league. Yeah, that's a perfect, perfect time to break do it, it down and, and discuss again. It's not really a secret who won. So you can just go on the webpage and look right now. So um, I'm not afraid to really discuss that. And we'll, Say what we thought about the movies. Maybe preview the uh, winner. Draft it sounds like I know it's not true, but it sounds like you forgot who won. No, I know who like... won, but I want people to listen next week. I mean, do you want to know who won? I know who won. You're I have to go like, order yeah, them a trophy. There's no secret who won. We all know who won, guys. Right, we, Matt? We know the winner. I mean, I know. I, know. I want to see if you. I'm not going to tell you, but yeah, I know it. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um, we all know the weird. The real winner here are the New York Guardians who are going to be the champions of the XFL when it comes out. Uh-huh. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, do you think, Sean, do you think they'll have an XFL fantasy football league? God, like, I hope not. Think? That sounds like an – as if fantasy football isn't enough of a waste of time. Now you're going to ask me to do an XFL fantasy league? I would love to do an XFL league. But you don't know who league. any of the players are. Exactly. That's what makes it more fun. It's more of an even playing Says field. Says the guy I, who did a hockey fantasy I league. I don't know about you, but I struggle. I struggle to keep up. Like, I have to I have to put forth a lot of effort to keep up with the world and the goings-on of NFL. I like watching NFL games. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, I don't. I don't go out of my way to read about the players and the teams and the transactions as much as I do because I have a fantasy football account. Like if I didn't, if I didn't play fantasy football, I don't think I would care as much. But how does that help you with the XFL? Well, I'm saying that there are some people out there that don't put in all that effort and that'll be everybody for XFL. Like nobody's going to draft this guy because he has, he, he, he has he hate me on the back of his jersey. Uh, that's not going to happen. He's be the first pick. No, you're going to get your ass gonna... kicked in XFL fantasy too. Are they doing? Are they doing custom jerseys? This we year? haven't heard. Haven't heard. No announcement I yet. So. I really no, you hope. have to remember. Do you know how many players are signed to the XFL today? Zero. One. Who's who? Who's the one? Uh, it's Lan- Is it Landry Jones? Is his name? Um. It's uh yeah Landry Jones. What team is he – or they haven't drafted, so he's just signed um, up to play. Yes, he's just signed to play in the league. Um, he spent six seasons with the Steelers uh, and What's small stints with the Raiders and Jaguars. He's a quarterback. Quarterback, okay. I'm waiting for Johnny Manziel, Tim Tebow, uh, maybe Henny? Andrew Luck, Chad Henney. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other defunct. Uh, um, the, the, player dra- the player draft is in October. Okay. Um, I'm we'll going to have a, a more clear idea of that. The exact date. Maybe we Reggie should Reggie do... Bush? He might be too old now. I don't know. But I'm I'm just picturing all the people that never really cut it in the NFL. You know, coming out. I, I'd like to see it. You got to believe. Yeah. You yeah. got to believe. 
Um, I would have said up up until like a week or two ago, I would have said Teddy Bridgewater, but he is now the quarterback of the Saints. That's the thing, you know. You so. got to keep these uh, deep, deep benches. Yeah, because you never know; anything can happen. Maybe. Um, yeah, maybe Colin Kaepernick too. I. I Anything's I possible. Maybe maybe RG three. God no, he's done. He's, he's cooked. He, he's he in really, an iron lung somewhere. Somebody needs to tell him to just stop. Yeah. <laughs> and frankly, Marcus Mariota might be joining him if he keeps playing this way. So. Yeah. Um, What's the score of that game? Uh, currently? Yeah. Oh, well, this will put a timestamp on uh, on the show as to when exactly <laughs> we're recording this. Um, yeah, the thrill of Thursday night football. That's right. Um, we have a score of 14 to 0. Just about to hit half. Do you want to guess which team is up? Jags. That's right. Can you name their quarterback? I'll give you two dollars oh, if you can name their quarterback. Gardner Minshew. Oh, I owe yeah, you two bucks. Come on, son of he's a bitch. A, he's the sensation. He's like everybody's talking about him. He wears bandanas and has a super cool mustache. So, God, the show's so lame. All right, Sean, Matt. I'll, I will. I will give you back your two dollars if you can now name every quarterback. Every mid two thousands quarterback that has that has been replaced and their replacement. Oh, this season. Uh, this well, season. I, well, uh, I will say uh, Philip Rivers still playing. Still playing. Um, Tom Brady still playing. Last time I checked. Roethlisberger is out. He has been replaced by. I'm going to come back to that. Drew okay. Brees is out. He's been replaced by – it's actually going to be a mix-up, uh, Taysom Hill and Teddy Bridgewater. They haven't really said who's going to back him up. Um, it looks like it's going to be Bridgewater, but yes. They're, but I they're think they're going to play Taysom Hill's on certain plays, which will be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Eli Manning is out, and um, the uh, guy is replacing him. The guy. I want to say Duke. He's got a very I want to say Duke, name. but I think oh Daniel Jones. He played for Daniel Duke. Jones. He played for Duke. That's I was right. gonna say he's got he's got one of the most generic Daniel names Jones. I've ever heard. Um Andrew Luck is out and Jacoby Brissett is in. Um I guess I'm going for Nick Foles is out, Minshew's in. Um who else am I missing? I think you've got them all. Is that all of them? I keep thinking Flacco. Well, Flacco's but now Flacco with Denver. Went to Denver. He didn't retire, or and get he's hurt. still playing. He's starting. Right. He's still in with the Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. So who? Yeah, it, it's it's really him. Sam Darnold is out. River. Yeah, that's and that then was, Trevor Simeon is out. Darnold's and now it's, not a mid two thousands quarterback, but yes, team. he is out. And Nick Trevor Folk. Simeon's out, and now there's some third Nick Folk. Third Nick Folk. Yes, third round guy, third string guy. Yep. What an adventure. The NFL is, is just a wild adventure. Cam Newton is probably going to be next. Oh, he, Cam Newton is not playing this week, I think they announced. Do you know who's backing him up? No. No, you're ahead of of, uh, of me on this who's news. Who's backing him up? Uh, it's Will something. What a time to watch gonna, the NFL. I'm going to be really disappointed when I don't know who their quarterback is. Oh, Kyle Allen, another fantastically generic name. <laughs> See, don't you wish they could all be Gardner Minshew? He's the second. Gardner Minshew, the second. Number two. His grandfather apparently wanted – did you hear this? No. His grandfather wanted him to be named Beowulf. Oh, that's pretty good. 
Beowulf Minshew. What a, what an awesome name. Beowulf Minshew. Sounds Minshew like you speaker. sneeze when you say that. Beowulf Minshew. Beowulf Minshew. Yeah. Fun. So, yeah. All right. Very cool. Well, uh, come back next week for the result of our macaroon bake-off. Yeah. Um, Hopefully it won't be surprising, but who knows? And we'll talk a little movie league as well. It'll be a fun time. We appreciate you joining us this week. Of course, uh, we are up for debate. The website up for debate.tv has all the episodes past, present, and future. will be right there as well as a subscribe button that tells you everywhere you can get the show, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, anywhere you get shows. We're going to be there with a video version on YouTube as well. And of course, you can reach us upfordebatetv at gmail.com or tweet at us at upfordebatetv. Uh, we appreciate you being here as always. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. We'll see you next week for an exciting results episode of Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.